Want to discover leading strategies, share experiences and connect with fellow consultancy leaders from companies like EY, PwC or Porsche Consulting? Then join us in Munich for the Leaders in Consulting Conference on the 27th of June, a one-day event exclusively for consultancy leaders like you. Places are limited, so head to leadersinconsulting.com to claim your ticket now. That's leadersinconsulting.com. See you there. Welcome to our shortcast. This summary is from our Leaders in Consulting show episode with Christian Kiok, co-founder of Better Decisions Group. We're covering three highlights from the show. How to identify your target customer and develop your niche as a new consultancy. How Better Decisions Group uses productization and support contracts to create recurring revenue. And how Christian delegated duties to grow Better Decisions Group. Let's go! How to identify your target customer and develop your niche. How to decide on which, which target customers to focus on in the beginning. And how did well, again, the, and, and sorry, yeah. and how did this evolve then over time? Yeah. So again, that was probably pretty opportunistic. So um being a small um, um consulting company, especially you know, with the owners being relatively young and not having massive networks where you just call up your mates and then they give you a project. Um, because they're all really just starting their careers themselves. Um, so therefore we had to be uh we couldn't be um, you know, beggars can't be choosers, as they say. So we basically took whatever we could get initially just to survive. You know, we we started from nothing. Yeah. Um and so once you've done something, uh you've done it well, again, there was no alternative. We had to do everything really top-notch, high quality, because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be able to stick with these customers. Maybe they give us some more work. We Basically, there was no alternative to being, you know, the best, the very best for our customers we, we could possibly be, um, which thankfully worked quite well, because a lot of customers, even back in those days, wanted to work with us long-term. Um, and so if you do something well and you have a good solution um, and a customer that's happy, then obviously you can try and replicate that because you'll get a reference um you know already this particular problem in this particular industry with those you know the buzzwords that you have to use in that industry that's what people will be talking about they'll be using these words um then it's it sort of makes it easier to try and replicate that and and frankly over time that's that's how we got to our specialisms we just started out in those four areas that I mentioned, energy, manufacturing, retail, and, and housing, real estate. Uh, it just so happened in all of these that we got an initial project or two. Um, and uh, we we said, okay, this is really good. This is a really good solution that's specific to this industry, that, that everyone in this industry will have the same issue, will have the same pain points. Let's develop this further and let's, let's try and replicate it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so again, we weren't very strategic about it saying well these are the five industry with the highest mandate rates or whatever so let's go in there yeah. um we are more now considering whether we might want to add another industry to that that would fit well and that might be sort of commercially interesting as well mm -hmm. um but um yeah this this was sort of it just happened <laughs> in a way how better decisions group uses productization and support contracts to create recurring revenue There's two main areas of, of sort of recurring revenue that we are working on. So one is the is the application support. Um, I mean, to be fair, that's sort of um, 
customers also request that because if if you have an application that's important for say your buying processes or say your finance processes or you know your your monthly forecast your rolling forecast process or something like that these solutions um are actually reasonably crucial the, the business isn't going to fold tomorrow if the solution isn't working but um they're actually reasonably crucial to to some of our customers so um they really want that it ultimately a support contract is like an insurance isn't it mm, you hope you yeah. don't need it but when you need it it's there mm-hmm. and so um some of our customers actively asked for it and in fact it was a prerequisite for them working with us so mm-hmm. um and and then that was a few years ago when we sort of first started delving into that and and obviously um once you are down that sort of down that road in terms of your thought process and in terms of your internal structures and processes having set up a support functionality then obviously it only makes sense to offer that to all customers i mean all customers can benefit from a bit from it like i said it is like an insurance if if you mm-hmm. don't want an insurance you don't have to buy it but you know if you want it is there so yeah. um, that's actually quite a uh, we've seen a lot of growth of that um over the last couple of years actually so we we most of our support contracts that we are that we have with customers have been have been signed in the last 18 to 24 months i would say mm-hmm. and you said you have more than one uh, recurring revenue uh, stream what? what is the other one so the other one is um basically again that's that's kind of a, a sort of a direction of travel of i think our industry really is that um you have what people call productization where mm-hmm. um Typically, uh, just to explain that, so typically kind of solutions that we base our uh, projects on, we are we are partners with software vendors, right? So the software vendors have a have a piece of software that can provide all of these functionalities I mentioned: planning, reporting, and analytics, all combined in one. Mm-hmm. And those software solutions, however, are a little bit like an empty sheet of paper. So there's, or like, like an Excel sheet when you open it, it's, you know, there's lots of technology in the background, but it's an empty sheet. You have to make it do what you want it to do. So you have to customize it. It's not like a standard piece of software where you press install and then it's there. That's not how it works. The beauty of it is that it's completely flexible. So you can build whatever you want with it. That's why, you know, that's why it is like that. That's why it's not a standard software. That's why it's a framework. How Christian delegated duties to grow better decisions group. Over the course of time, like on a helicopter view, what did you delegate first up to the point of where you are now, where you basically mainly focused on sales and don't do operations anymore? Mm. So, um, yeah, right at the beginning and when it's just you and your partner or partners, there was actually a third founding partner back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then obviously you do absolutely everything. Um, I think the, the the aspects, one of the aspects that we sort of try to apportion between us to say, okay, you do this, I do that, was sort of some of the internal overhead, like recruiting and finance and all that. Uh, thankfully, my partner Guido is good at that and likes doing that because I'm not, uh, certainly not at the finance part of it, the, the, the whole bookkeeping and everything, and also recruiting, he's, he's brilliant. So um, and he's got some really good ideas around that. 
So that's probably the sort of the, the overhead things. There was probably the first thing we sort of delegated in terms of we didn't do everything. Uh, um, um, not everyone did everything. And then we brought in people to say, okay, now you run the recruiting and, and you know, I might only be there in, in late, later stage interviews or something like that. Um, or obviously the, 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 the finance aspects as well. Um, for a very relatively long time, um, you are still in the operational delivery side of things, delivering work yourself. Then obviously the first thing you do that you don't do that anymore, you don't need project manage and customer account manage. And then that's the next step I give up. So now I have project managers and I have account managers and I don't, I'm not involved in projects anymore. Um, sales, as you say, before you have this productized uh, offering, um, it is very much a partner task and you know a i'm good at it b i like doing it um so you know it'd be stupid not to do it but um that that's the next one i want i want to sort of then delegate uh, yeah. to others ready for more head over to savu.io slash leaders s-a-w-o-o dot io slash leaders